The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And of course, always at MileHighSports.com where we have all kinds of great stuff on the Denver Broncos. Now today on the podcast, I want to talk a little bit about Dwayne Haskins. We've been talking about each individual quarterback and I want to get the skinny on Dwayne Haskins. Who is this guy? What does he bring and could he be a good fit with the Denver Broncos? But first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a Hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field, 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. I know it just snowed, and I know it was like negative degrees, but I tell you what. Here's the beauty about tap 14. That rooftop that's up there, it is heated. So even in the cold, even in the summer, it is just tremendous. Go on over there, tap 14, and of course, try all their great foods there, 70 Colorado beers, my favorite, the 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits, and of course, as I always recommend, the Candied Bacon. Lots of great stuff over there at Tap 14. Just as you hear it, spell it out, Tap 14 on the web, tap14.com. That's tap14.com. Dwayne Haskins and the Ohio State Buckeyes quarterback going to be entering the NFL draft. Now, let's get the little skinny on Dwayne Haskins, he's 6'3", 220. He's just shy of 220. So build-wise, this is actually a quarterback that I think a lot of people would like. This is a guy who has limited experience in college, 14 starts, uh, but absolutely tremendous uh, in his college football season. From the game against Michigan, which, of course, catapulted him to Really, the stardom, I think he was he was kind of looked at as a fourth, third quarterback selected before then, and then leaped Daniel Jones and, and maybe some others in some eyes in that Michigan game where he threw six touchdowns. This is a guy who's completed 70% of his passes last year, 4,800 yards, 50 touchdowns to eight interceptions, and it should be known he has played well against good teams. It's not like he's just beating up little children of the poor Memphis. He is really putting it to some of the better teams in the league. Now, some of his more underwhelming performances in college last year, you could say one of them is Nebraska, completed 56% of his passes, 250 yards, and two touchdowns, one pick. But even in then, it it wasn't the worst thing in the world. It it wasn't one of those performances that stuck out like, like a sore thumb. And I've watched some tape. Of, of all these games. Now, obviously, the Michigan one is one that stands out. The Northwestern game stands out as well, too. Uh, and, and finally, against Washington as well. This guy has really good pocket presence. I don't know what it is that makes a quarterback really good at pocket presence. Just that awareness. I think it's a born-given feel. A, a natural idea of being able to scan the field being able to read defenses, understand what's happening at the line of scrimmage before the snap, and be able to somewhat anticipate where rushes are coming from. And he has a tremendous feel for the pocket, a very good feel for the pocket. He can make every throw. 
But it should be noted that he had a lot of skill position players that did him well at Ohio State, and it's not like he was threading needles and dropping dimes on every single pay. This is this is not going to be a guy I think that's going to be known for his incredible pinpoint accuracy. Nor do I believe he's going to be known for his tremendously strong arm. He is an arm that's good enough to get there. He is accuracy that's good enough to get there. But there is a little bit of a fear in the inexperience. This is a guy who's participated in 22 games total, period. Of course, eight games in Ohio State in 2017 when he was a freshman, and of course the 14 starts as a sophomore. And coming from the Big Ten, I mean, he, he he's played good competition. Now, I, I think one of the big things, too, that he's being applauded for is, and whether you want to say that there was turmoil, if that's the right word to use at Ohio State or not, there was a lot of off-field distractions that weren't his fault, and yet he still rallied that team to what some will argue what should have been a playoff team in college football. I would argue against that, but they were pretty darn close. They were on the doorstep, and he was a big part of that. Now, where should Dwayne Haskins go in the draft if you were just saying, okay, based on talent? I don't think he's better than Drew Locke. And I think it's questionable if he's better with Daniel Jones because when you come when it comes to Daniel Jones, Jones has everything you want in what Haskin has, but far more cerebral. Daniel Jones is the cerebral quarterback of this draft. That's not a slight by any means to Dwayne Haskins. But if you're looking for that, because some many believe that's an unteachable trait. Is that that cerebral, that smarts, it just you you never can can hammer it into a quarterback. You can add, you can make a, a quarterback a little bit more accurate through training. You can speed up his delivery. You can do some certain tweaks. You're never going to beat muscle memory, I think, over, uh, although in this case with Dwayne Haskins, he's only got 14 starts. I mean, maybe you can, uh, at least from last year. So very raw, I think is the, the best way to put it. Great situation would be him in like a New York where he can sit behind Eli Manning and and ha- he is somebody who has been in front of the big lights and the big stage of Ohio State. And, you know, you, you never know if a quarterback is able to be able to, to handle all that. But looking at what he has handled in the past, it certainly emulates it as best as possible in college football. Remember, this is not a guy coming from North Dakota State or Wyoming. It's a guy coming from Ohio State, the Buckeyes, Brutus and all of them. So would Denver benefit from a guy like Dwayne Haskins? Now, there was an article or a mock draft, and I know there's thousands of mock drafts that get posted all the time. This one from Dane Brugler of The Athletic. He has the Denver Broncos taking Dwayne Haskins. And he actually has them taking him at number three. It seems like if Denver wants to absolutely lock in their guy, they got to go to two positions, and that's either five or three in a potential trade-up. You are getting a little risky by staying at 10. This is why I said I think the Broncos will have a quiet offseason this year because I think they're going to need those assets to trade. Because waiting till 10 is really, really risky. You look at teams that could be trading up ahead of them. 
the Bengals potentially looking at their future, maybe the Packers at 12. The Dolphins at 13 certainly looking for a quarterback. And what about the Redskins at 15? And we look, we've seen teams trade up from the 20s to 10. From the teens into the top into the top 10. So I, I, I think that's the big thing here to remember is that when we're going through this offseason is, you know, no matter who the target is, it may be a quiet offseason because Denver needs to be able to lock down their guy. Now, would Dwayne Haskins fit in what Denver is trying to do offensively? That's hard to say because we don't know exactly what Rich Scangarello is going to be installing. We think we know it's going to be somewhat on the realm of leaning heavy on the run game, a lot of zone stuff, and then, of course, it's going to be coming, uh, trickling down from the Shanahan tree and, and installing maybe some of his little bit more creative ways. And, and that does, I believe, work a little bit more towards the favoring of Dwayne Haskins. You know, a little bit more rollout. Haskins, he's not the most mobile quarterback in the world, but certainly he's not no stick. I mean, this is, this is not a guy who's just going to stand in the pocket forever. So it is a little intriguing, but I think there are better options. But Haskins would be very much in that three, fourth quarterback when it comes to my brain, because and I've made it very clear, Drew Locke is is my guy. That's that's the one I think that if if I I could say if the Denver Broncos came away with Drew Locke in the in the NFL draft, I could say with myself and my my confidence that I I feel good about that. I feel good about that moving forward in the future. Everybody else, mm, kind of an asterisk. Like, can, can Daniel Jones really progress at this level? Because, let's face it, he played at Duke. Okay, Duke's not exactly the most powerhouse when it comes to football, nor are they playing that kind of competition. Still some kind of asterisk. Is the arm strength really there? Man, them, them senior bowl, I know he looked good in the senior bowl, but, man, some of them throws are butterflies. Nice little nice little jaunts. That game against Wake Forest last year, ooh, butterflies. That's Okay. It doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback, but it does bring up a little, just that small little asterisk next to the name. It's like, mm, it's not a bona fide thing. And certainly Drew Locke is not a bona fide thing. But Dwayne Haskins slots himself somewhere under Drew Locke, Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray in that little mix. I don't want to give an order by any means because right now, as far as I'm concerned, my order is Drew Locke and everybody else. But it is going to be interesting to see where the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year in 2018 goes because I think there is potential for NFL stardom here. It it feels very I don't know why, but it feels very boom busty. Like like this kid could come in and completely fall apart and just just don't ha- doesn't have it, doesn't lead a locker room well, whatever the case, the game's too fast for him. And then there's this other gut part of me that's like, man, this this could could be like Legit, like the next, I don't want to say Ben Roethlisberger, but having that kind of mold where he's a big guy, can deliver good footballs, he's great pocket. I, I can't, I, I can't push that enough. I don't know, I don't know what it is. He just has this natural knack to drift away just ever so slightly. You know who has this, and I'm not trying to compare the two, but Brady has this. Brady has this natural knack 
to, and you know how quarterbacks do that bouncing thing. I don't know why they do that. They this do they do that weird bouncing thing in the in the pocket, but they drift. They drift in and out, in and out, left, right, based on what side is collapsing more. And it's these small little things. It's what Ben, it's what Peyton Manning did in the 2015 Super Bowl season that made a major difference because you saw the major gaping holes once Peyton left and that quarterback didn't do that anymore. That's how you mask the bad offensive lines is this awareness of the pocket awareness now knowing that, okay, rush coming from the left real bad. I'm going to drift to the right ever so slightly and it buys myself that .1 second to get the ball away. So Dwayne Haskins has that. Does he have the rest? It's going to be interesting to see as the Ohio State product enters the NFL draft. So again, thank you to our friends over there at Tap 14. And also want to say thank you to our friends at Bespoke Edge. That's BespokeEdge.com. Men's Custom Clothier. They've been doing this thing for six years now. BespokeEdge.com. Of course, hundreds of blog posts and videos up there on the website. Maybe it's something just casual. Maybe it's something a little bit more creative or Maybe uh, you're getting engaged and you need some tips on uh, the big day. A lot of different things over there at BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com. Strongly encourage you to go check that out. Our friends over there, they've been doing it for several years. They're family-owned and operated. They know the Denver style. Lots of great stuff over there at BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com. And speaking of great stuff, there's a lot of great stuff at MileHighSports.com. In regards to the Denver Broncos and, of course, their offseason, a big one. And, of course, you can find archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. See you, y'all.